Hello, professional women survivors of abuse. I am here with episode number 87. This is questions and answers. So I've been reaching out and asking people to send me questions so that I can answer them. I have a few. I'm only going to go over a couple today, but I want you to keep them coming so that I can answer your questions for you and help you manage any stressful situations that you're having. So today uh, we have a couple of questions. We're going to start with why do I keep making the same mistakes? Now, remember, we are all survivors. So these are mostly in relation to mistakes that we've made in the past or things that have happened and they keep continuing to happen. So this is what I'll say. Sometimes we think the thoughts that we have thought our entire lives. I'm not good enough. I can't do that. I'm not smart enough. These are not useful thoughts, my friends. If you turn those around with, I am good enough, I can do that, or I am smart enough, you'll start to feel the forward-focused energy bubble up inside you rather than old past triggers that constantly keep bubbling up. When we say things like, I'm trying or I'm working on it, we're putting ourselves behind the eight ball because it's like we are failing ahead of time. If you keep reminding yourself about your past failures, you'll stay in those failures forever. But trying something different is what you need to do. If you tried something and it didn't work or you couldn't do it, keep trying and keep trying with new ideas or new thoughts about how you can make it work. Giving up is not the answer. Giving up is giving in to your past failures. You are better than that. Now, Brooke Castillo, master coach instructor, said, you don't want to be identifying yourself in relation to your past. And I think that makes a lot of sense, especially if your past was unhappy or stressful or toxic. I get it. It feels good to keep talking about it because it feels like if you do, someone will finally fix it for you. But that's never the case. You have to want to feel better and take massive action to get there. You have to want it so bad that you will do just about anything to make it happen. Try identifying yourself from your future. Decide who and what you want to be or what you want to accomplish and start from that point and move forward from there. When I say take massive action, I mean, don't just think about what you want or what you want your future to look like or just hope it'll magically happen, but take tangible steps to get there. Make appointments, meet with people, act as though you already have your goal. You're already at your goal and live from that perspective. A good friend and coach, Barbara Rubio, said to me once, if you want to find a partner, be the person you want to date. I just love that so much. You have to act now in the same way that you want to be treated. So if you're acting in the way that you lived in your past, you're not going to create the life that you want. 
you have to live as if you already feel good about your relationship. But if you're spending all of your time thinking about how badly your last relationship went and how it's not going to work out, you're going to give off those vibes, that negative energy. And when we're always seeking and trying to find proof that it's not going to work out, we're pushing people away. So live as if you already feel good about your relationship. It's a conscious effort and you have to work at it every day. You have to wake up in the morning and even if you're feeling anxious, have some mantra taped on the mirror or have some thing written down on a piece of paper where you remind yourself that you want to feel good. I'm going to feel good today. Act as though you're already in a happy relationship and then you will feel happy and that happiness will flow outward to others in your life. You'll feel differently and you'll act differently than you have in the past, which means you're not bringing into your current relationship any negative energy from your past, just positive forward focused thinking. It's not easy to do. I get it. And when you suffer with anxiety or any other kind of past triggers, those have to be fought off every day. But you have the power to do it. You can take responsibility for how you are behaving. Are you perpetuating your past thoughts? Are you fueling that fire that something might happen or not allowing yourself to feel good? Because when you don't allow yourself to feel good, then everything that you've done in your past, which is what you know, which is what is common, which is safe, will be how you live. And even if you're living alone, you're just going to be stuck and afraid to step outside your comfort zone and move into spaces in your life that are more healthy. If you're living with other people, then you're going to confuse them and they're not going to understand why you keep bringing up the past or why you keep living like you're in the past. Or if the person you're living with is different than the person that hurt you in the past, they're not going to understand why are you treating me this way? I am not that person. Things like that. Or maybe it's your family and you had a bad experience with growing up with your family, but they've made conscious efforts to change. But you just keep expecting things to happen. So if 95% of your, your time with them goes great and 5% of it isn't so great, that's your proof. And you're going to be like, yep, I told you my family's terrible. So these are things you have to consciously work on and really, really want to change. And of course, hiring a life coach is the best way to go because we can help you move forward and fight off all of those past triggers. So I hope that's helpful. Um, we have another question. How can I stop feeling anxious over everything all the time? Now, anxiety seems to be a common theme with a lot of people that I talk with. So I really wanted that question to get onto this episode. Okay, so like I said, this is a common question and I get and I want you all to remember that anxiety comes from something that happened in your past or something that might happen going forward. I hope that makes sense to you. So really, really think about it. If you're feeling anxious, you're feeling anxious about, well, this happened before and it's probably going to happen again and you're going to get yourself all upset over that, right? Or if you're like afraid of what might happen, things that might happen going forward, that is going to cause anxiety. The thing to do is identify 
what it is you think is making you feel anxious. That's the first step. And then looking at how you can take control over it in that particular situation. So if it's something like you're moving to a new city and you don't know what's going to happen. So before you even go, you might sabotage your efforts because you're going to bring up all that stuff from your past. Maybe something happened when you tried to move before and it went badly. So your anxiety will kick in about, well, this isn't going to work out and it's probably going to fail and this isn't going to work. And when I get there, it's I'm probably not going to be able to make it. All those things, you're failing ahead of time again, right? When you have agency over something, when you have control over it, it removes the anxiety because you are putting it in its place, so to speak, right? So those thoughts like, no, this feeling about what might happen is not going to control my decisions or my day. Those are the thoughts you need to have. My past is over and I am in my present. I control my outcomes and how I want this to go. So those are the kind of things that happen when you're feeling anxious. Always remember that it's about what may have happened in your past or what you think is going to happen in your future going forward. But if you're living in your past thoughts and you're portraying those outward, you're going to be unhappy, right? You are in control of your outcomes now. So making a conscious decision to be happy, you do really have to choose what you want and do you want to choose joy and happiness? Otherwise you will stay stuck and safe in your past thoughts. The thoughts that have not really helped you up until now, right? It's a choice. Look at what your life was like when things were not going well for you. Just remember that. Now, look at your life when things are going better for you. We tend to sabotage ourselves because we are trying to prove that it won't work or you can't be happy or that your attempts will fail. So again, I say you're failing ahead of time by letting those thoughts infiltrate your life. And I know a lot of people have had friends or partners that they just don't want to hang around with them anymore because too much negative energy. No matter what I say, it doesn't help. No matter what we did for him or her, it seemed like they just didn't want our help. It, I hear people say that all the time. I tried to help him or her, but nothing ever worked because they just were like trying to prove to us that, you know, they were damaged and broken and everything's terrible. People don't really know how to manage that. So then they walk away. When you spend all of your time trying to prove that you are broken and that things won't work out and that it's not worth the effort, you are sabotaging yourself from being happy. And in the meantime, you're probably pushing away people that could actually be good for you. It is fear that is preventing you from being happy. Fear of what might happen is what causes anxiety or fear of what happened in the past is going to happen again, which also causes anxiety. So you can see how this just is a vicious cycle that needs to be broken and you, you have the power to break it, but you have to want it and you have to want to be happy and you have to want to move past your past. 
I hope that makes sense. It's hard and it's a lot of work and it's a daily practice. You have to really work on this every day and you cannot do it alone. You need a coach. You need someone to help you move forward and to remind you of what your goal is because it is so easy to fall back into our fears, falling into your fears and saying, nope, this isn't working. I tried this for two days and nothing's working or things were going good for a couple of days, but now it's back. I feel terrible. These are things you need a coach for or a support system for to keep you on track, to keep you on your path. Everybody falls off. You have to understand that. So knowing I need help, I need someone to guide me. I want to feel better. I don't want to sabotage all of my relationships. I don't want to ruin my chance to have love in my life or to have healthy family relationships, or to have a partner that's going to support me. You can't expect someone to support you if you are not taking conscious efforts to make change. Okay, I'm sorry I'm being so harsh, but that is the truth. <laughs> and I really want you all to feel good and feel better and understand that you are in control. Okay, one more and then we'll be done. This question was... Um, or comment was, I feel like my family doesn't understand me. All right. Now, you know, I've talked about this on other episodes, but I just want you to know, of course they don't. They are not equipped to understand what you went through. Now, if you're a survivor of domestic abuse, if you're a survivor of a toxic relationship, or you just had a horrible childhood or any other situation that was awful, they are not equipped to understand what you went through unless they went through it themselves. And even if they did go through it themselves, their experience may have been completely different than yours. So they don't have the tools to even begin to understand what you went through. So they also will do what they know and what they think is the right thing to do, which is typically not useful to you. They want to fix the problem quickly so it will go away. Or they want to blame someone. Or maybe they're trying to blame you in some way since they don't understand it. They don't understand how it could have happened. And I've heard people say this before where they don't understand what happened. And so they'll make little comments to you that are triggering and upsetting. Like, you know, you were in an abusive relationship and someone in your family says, well, I don't understand how he could have treated you that way. You know, they might say it in that sort of snotty tone or it doesn't make any sense to me that this would have happened. Like those are passive aggressive comments that they're saying that are making you feel like they're blaming you and just a host of other things. But just remember, it's not their fault that they don't understand and it's not their responsibility to fix you either. It is your responsibility, however, to find the right support and get the help and to guide you through the healing process. You need someone to help you. And there is no shame in reaching out for help. When we waste our time complaining about how our family doesn't understand us and how it's their fault that we're not growing or moving forward or blaming them for making our problem worse, we are simply blocking our own progress when we could be healing and growing and moving forward. 
I can't emphasize this enough because I've had enough women come to me that start off with how their family doesn't understand them and that they are triggered every time they're with their family or friends or partner and they want to avoid those people at all costs. They want to blame those people. They want a quick fix in order to make themselves feel better for what has happened to them. And looking to your family for answers is not the way to go. You need a coach. You need somebody to help you make sense of everything, to put a plan in place to help you move forward. You want to be able to have healthy relationships. You want to be able to be with the people that you love. And if there's people in your life that are triggering you, if they're friends or coworkers, that's easier to walk away from. But sometimes you can't walk away from family or, or maybe you, you're in a relationship with someone and it's worth saving but you're blaming everyone around you and maybe you're blaming them for triggering you, which they have no idea what that even means. So if you're not getting the help, you're not identifying it within yourself. This is just me being upset about what happened in the past and I'm going to take ownership for it and I'm going to find a way to heal it and to take control over it so that I'm not sabotaging myself and I'm not sabotaging the people around me so that they never want to be near me. That happens. People don't want to talk about negative things and they don't want to talk about the past because they don't understand it. But you need to get it up and out so that you can move forward. And I used this analogy before with one of my clients. You're having a negative feeling that's bubbling up, imagine you're standing over your garbage disposal and you take that thought and you say, you know what? No, no, I'm not going to let this ruin my day, my relationship, my life. And I'm going to take this thought out of my head and throw it into this garbage disposal. And I'm going to turn it on, done, gone. Little things like that will start to shift your thinking and your feeling. And it is little by little. Please try to understand that these things take time and you really need to work on them every day. But blaming other people, attacking other people, and avoiding other people is not how you heal. That's just making matters worse. And remember, trauma festers in isolation. Pain festers in isolation. You need to be with people. You need to reach out for help. You need to learn how to be with people so that you can have healthy relationships. So I hope this was helpful. I am going to get to the other questions, but I want you to keep sending them to me. And also, I haven't said this in a while, but on this podcast, you can leave a review, which would be amazing. Uh, you could go to my website and leave comments about what you want me to talk about in the next episode in questions and answers. And if you want to reach out to me for life coaching, I am always available. So you can also sign up for a free confidential consultation, which is always very lovely because it usually makes you feel better even after just the short time that we'll talk. So I love you all. I want you all to reach out to me if you need help and don't suffer in silence. There's always an answer. All right, everybody, have a great rest of your day and the rest of your week, and I'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. 